But before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to take a second to let you know of a great opportunity coming this October. Now, I don't know about you, but through COVID and everything else that's going on in our world, man, sometimes I can just feel stress and anxiety just creeping up on me. And it almost to the point where, where it seems like I'm adjusting to a new norm, something new is thrown at me, and here comes the anxiety and everything all over again, and I can feel burnout on the horizon at times. Well, the guys over at Stay Forth Design, they see the exact same thing that I'm feeling. They see burnout on the horizon, and they want to help you stay ahead of it and be healthy as we enter into the fall season and they're accomplishing this by putting on the Healthy Leader Summit. Stay Forth Designs is creating a space to bring leaders and teams and an incredible online conference in the convenience of your home or office. You will hear timely insights from thought leaders and forward-looking practitioners on how to get and stay healthy as you lead through these uncertain times. You guys, this is a conference that I am so excited for. I believe it is timely, and I have signed up for it, and I'm bringing my whole team with me. So let me encourage you, sign up, go over to Healthy leadersummit.com rsvp save your spot bring somebody along with you that you think needs to hear about this and join me october 5th through 8th at the healthy leader summit now let's dive into today's episode take your audience on a journey Right. A lot of people like to to follow along. You think like the best, you know, Marvels, you know, with 21 movies, 22 movies, right? They've been on a journey for such a long time. They're super, you know, it's amazing films. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and like, they're just epic quests and amazing journeys and movies. That's what people like to see. And that's where you get these authentic followers and fans. Um, I think, Lord the, I mean, um, gosh, Star Wars is the same, right? And so you got to find something where it's like, Man, I can't wait for Drew's Chocolate Quest to come out. I'm sure I have like five people who think about that. I maybe I've had a, I had a couple of friends who told me their their friend friend said that, and I'm like, sweet. I have a couple people who are like my authentic followers because I'm taking them on a journey. Like, yep, it's coming out on Tuesday night. Drew's Taco Quest. Let's see where he goes next. I can't wait to try that taco shop kind of idea. Um, and then here later this year, I'm gonna have to finalize my journey and say, hey, best taco shop in Albuquerque. Your top three for me were this. Let's see what you guys think. With me today is a guy who I believe is absolutely killing it with the social media world. Uh, if you have been living in this COVID season, much like I have, social media, uh, especially during quarantine, has become your way of connecting with people. And this guy, by the name of Andrew Templeton, that I had the honor and privilege of meeting about uh, probably just, just over a year ago at this point, while I was still living in Colorado Springs. Uh, he's just somebody that I believe is killing it on the social media world. Andrew, welcome to the podcast, man. Hey there, Stuart. Thanks for having me. Uh, I would say I'm, you know, not not necessarily killing it yet, but uh, crushing it at a small scale so I can impact the people in, in my community and the people around me for sure. And yeah, it was a little bit over a year ago actually that we met. I think it was about in July 2019. I showed up at uh, Stuart's church because me and a couple of my friends went to Colorado Springs to hike the Manitou Incline. And if you've never done that, put it on your bucket list. It's like 2,700 stairs, um, steps up to the top of a mountain. It's awesome. In, in high elevation, right? So not only are you climbing these steps, but you're climbing in high elevation at the base of Pikes Peak Mountain. So people who do that, man, there are people that do that uh, incline every single day. 
and they'll go up and down at like four or five times. It's crazy. But dude, it, for me, it was a crazy experience just to have you come walking in. So uh, a mutual friend that we have in Jonathan Gottensetti shows up and he's been a longtime friend with my wife. And all of a sudden, here comes this face that I recognize uh, walking towards me. But the environment was wrong because he's from Albuquerque. I'm in Colorado Springs. Why is this face <laughs> that I know walking towards me and I can't place the, the environment and the face? And uh, yeah, who is this guy? Me. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, oh, man, what are you doing up here? He's like, yeah, I came with some, some of the young adults from the church and uh, we're doing the Mantean Incline. And that's how you and I got connected. And, bro, like ever since then, yeah, we were talking a little bit before we started recording this. I was saying how you got this magnetic personality. And uh, you and I met once. And from that one conversation, bro, you like you stay up to date with what's going on. Like you'll just randomly connect with me just to see how I'm doing. I'm like, man, who is this guy? <laughs> like we, we don't really know each other. And he's asking how I'm doing, walking with the Lord and how life is going. It's like, man, this guy is awesome. So, yeah, you, uh, yeah, you gave me your number. And once I get your number, I'm going to do my best to stay in touch. Dude, that's so good. Like that, that is a podcast in itself for sure. Too. Like we might have to do this again, just talking about being intentional with those connections and whatnot. But, but uh, yeah, that's a podcast for another time. Cause we're talking about social media and I love the way that you just put it. You're crushing it uh, for what you got right now. So let me, let me shout, let me share with everybody what I see from my side of the screen from you and what you're sharing. So yeah, cause it's a, it's a different on, side. Yeah. Yeah. So when I hop onto social media and I'm doing my endlessly brain numbing scrolling when I'm bored and there's other plenty, plenty of other things I could be doing that would be, that would be better for my life. But I see Andrew Templeton show up. And uh, I see moments where you're sharing scripture, things that are standing out to you. Um, I see you sharing about real estate because that's what you were doing. You're now in a new season of life. Um, and so you're, you're doing business through it in a great way. Um, my favorite one that you're doing, um, and I think it's just because I've been in this weird craze myself lately, but you do these uh, taco shout outs where you go mm-hmm. out and visit all these different taco trucks, taco shops, and then you rate them. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, like who, like who comes up with these ideas to just go and like, oh, through my social media, I'm just going to go be a, a food critic for a you know local taco trucks and whatnot. But that's what I see, and, and I think that there's tons of people that they have these passions in their life and they want to share it with the world in some way. They just don't know how. I think some people like myself are very uncomfortable uh, being a face. Um, you know, I, I'm the type of person that I'd rather be behind scenes. I think that's the reason why I have a podcast and not a video podcast because uh, you can just <laughs> gotcha. hear my yep. voice. Yep. So, um, but you, you do it with what I believe is just ease and it comes natural to you. Um, so yeah, man, just, just share with us, like, what was the process and, and stepping out in social media and using that platform to, uh, the extent that you're doing it now? Yeah. Um, I was going to, I think it started over a little over a year ago for me, actually. 
um, in, in 2019, I was really talking with my, my brother about things. I, I said, uh, I worked uh, in real estate there in Albuquerque, which is still working in real estate in Albuquerque, just moved to Dallas, um, going to seminar at, out here in Dallas, just first week of that, and actually working on getting my Texas real estate license as well, because got a fun seminary. Uh, but shout out my brother who's been in real estate for 12 years and just kind of looking at like, hey, how, how, do think, how do you think I can expand business and get, get some ideas? Like, how do you think I can have more impact? Um, it, that and also how can I amplify my time? So kind of asking those three questions and we got together and we kind of brainstormed um, some, some daily postings to go on Facebook. Um, it, it's really what I was, what I was thinking about. And so, um, started and I wasn't super consistent at, at first and then really got into a rhythm, um, this year in, in 2020 and being consistent almost, you know, five, six days a week, um, typically six days a week, taking one day off. Cause you got to have one day to yourself and, and not being in front of a camera. Um, and, and really the impact there was one is I can't, uh, you know, I was, we, we were talking earlier too, is I, uh, you know, by going through my, my phone and, and talking to everyone in there as much as possible, I can't talk to everyone on my phone all the time. Right. But I can encourage people on a grander scale and have an impact when I'm putting stuff out there on social media and say I have a thousand followers. I don't have that many followers right now. Um, to be honest, like 1,200, 1,500, maybe something like that. And I just want to say, how can I have more impact, stay in touch with people and also, um, get some business at the same time, you know, and, and I'm really about combining everything. And so I'm like, Hey, I'm a Christian, uh, who happens to sell homes and who loves CrossFit. Right. And people should know those things about me. And then I also combine that third thing or the fourth thing I say with tacos and because I absolutely love tacos. And so I just kind of found these things that I'm passionate about, which was my city of Albuquerque, uh, my walk with Christ uh, business, and then also tacos and really put that in front of other people. So that way I can be my myself authentically and not have to change that. I'm not going out there saying, oh man, homes, look at the interior design. I'll be honest. Like I don't sell homes because I'm into interior design. That would be a, a bold lie. I'm into, I'm into selling homes because I love people and I love the experience and the fact that they get to accomplish their goals and their dreams by having a place for their family to live and to grow and to make those memories, right? And mm-hmm. so I'm trying to just get that, get what I'm passionate about there out to the people. Yeah. So, and, and that became the whole premise of this podcast journey that God has put me on. Uh, I just had a couple conversations this week with people, um, you know, I was being asked, you feel like you're comfortable with your voice. I'm like, dude, not at all. I, I don't feel like I have anything that to really say or of anything uh, real value. And uh, I say that and they go, well, then why do you have a podcast? I'm like, I don't know, because I felt the Lord told me to do this. So I decided mm-hmm. to do it. And, and I love it. It's fun. Um, you know, it, it hits a sweet spot for me. It, it hits a passion area. But, you know, um, God totally changed the way that this podcast uh, was going to go because it was originally supposed to be about, hey, I'm going to talk about current events that are going on in the world and view it through the lens of the Bible. And uh, God just went, no, that's a cute idea. I really want you to focus in on passions because the passions that people have are usually most likely hardwired from me. And mm-hmm. when you enter into yep. the passions, you enter into a sweet spot, whether you're earning money on it or not. Um, it's still a sweet spot and it's life giving. And so you're just, what you just expressed um, is exactly it. You're like, okay, this is what I'm passionate about. And I'm just going to share it with other people. Um, so let me ask, like, did it ever, did it ever cross your mind that, okay, Andrew Templeton loves Albuquerque. He loves fitness. He loves tacos. He loves helping people get into homes to build memories. I'm going to share this on social media. Did it ever cross your mind? Uh, but what if people don't care? Does it, does it even matter that I do that? Um, I think I think that's a crosses your mind all the time in the beginning. Um, but one thing I never do is I don't go back and look at how many people viewed this. 
I, I don't do that. I don't look at how many people are watching live, what's going on here, right? And I know I could track metrics and look at things and, and X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, but that's not the point, right? The, the point is, man, I'm going to be, I'm going to get out there and as an amp, really amplify the time that I do have and try and have as much as impact as possible using that. And social media is a great platform for that. Um, so a little bit, you're like, well, what if people don't watch this or don't care about this? And that's the fear. And that's going to be, um, man, I, I call it the, and, 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 and Kevin Williams Realty, where I work, we call it the drunk monkey on the shoulder saying, oh, you can't do this, or this is going to happen, or this bad thing's going to happen next, Y, Z, you know, and that's the fear holding you back. So instead of saying, I'm going to knock the drunk monkey off my shoulder, I'm just going to do it and not care about those metrics that is typically cared about by everybody else, right? That's why I probably haven't achieved that, that influencer status or whatever it is. I'm not really looking at those things. I'm really just being passionate and, and getting that out there with what I'm passionate about. Okay, so how do you get to that level like how do you get to the point of uh i'm not gonna look back to the views because scientifically you know that's kind of like social media is the drug and it hits that um that dopamine level for people's brain when they see the views and they see the likes and all that popping up so like how do you how do you enter into that mindset of i'm not going to care and look back to the views i'm just going to keep going I mean, don't get me wrong. It does happen every once in a while. Um, like when I got engaged, I was like, oh, can I, can I get more likes than my brother got on his, you know, when he got engaged, I'm, I'm, I'm competitive. I'm being honest. Like I'm, I was really like, look at that. I was like, I got it. You know, I'm competitive, but, um, that's the, and that's a mindset that shifted for me because I used to want to do, basically do all the things with all the people all the time. Right. Um, and, and I, I just can't, right. As my personality, I just want to do so many things. And some days I used to, you know, in the day, but like, man, I don't feel like I did enough for God. I just didn't feel like I did well. And so I narrowed that focus down and say, hey, I just want to love one person well for Christ today. Just one person, right? Um, and so instead of focusing on the vast numbers that you look at, did one person comment on this or like this? All right, one person commented, cool. I'm going to go reach out to that one person and see how things are going with them, right? And so focusing on one small individual instead of all of it, because sure, you could go through and say you get 25 comments on a post or whatnot, and you're like, oh, this is so cool. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Oh, you're the best. This is this. You're like, but those are all superficial connections versus if you can go in depth with one person, that's so much. I'm about you know going really deep with one person and seeing what happens because of that and how their life has changed and what may result because of it. Uh, and that's really where I shifted my focus instead of saying, I'm going to look at all the numbers and how many people I hit. This is awesome. Thanks, guys. It's let's talk to one person and see what happens. So do you actually do that though? Like- so if you're doing this post, let's say that you're doing your, your, when you do your tacos, is that on Tuesday? Uh, so yeah, I'd post a taco Tuesday. So what I did there is just looking at, um, kind of taking the audience on an adventure of some kind. Um, and I was like, man, I really love tacos. And so I was like, let's do a taco quest in Albuquerque. So I call it Drew's Taco Quest. Um, first time in my life ever call myself Drew instead of Andrew as well. Um, <laughs> bought some taco glasses, bought a taco hat because I love tacos and just hitting up different taco shops with people. Um, and that was just, just an idea. And I post that on Tuesdays. Okay. So when you're posting this and people are commenting and they're liking, do you, do you seriously look at those likes and comments and find somebody to connect with and go deep with? I'd say about three days a week. I do. So one, one, one today happened. Someone commented on my, I Fridays are my fitness Fridays. I post a workout on Fridays and just kind of a little motivation. Um, and someone commented there and I was like, Oh, I should call that person kind of a deal. And cause I had their number. So I mean, they called them, um, someone else I've had a, a you know, text conversation, uh, not text conversation, uh, you know, a private messenger conversation with this week. Um, and so I do my best to it. I don't always hit those, but really just thinking about that one person. 
right? And so I actually made a phone call, talked to her about 10 minutes, see how her and her family were doing today and it being a great. And I wouldn't even thought about them if she hadn't commented on my post. And I was like, oh, let's go deep with this. Wow, that's awesome. I can't, I mean, so, so can you share with us like um, maybe some really cool yay God moments and just being obedient with that? Because I have to imagine like, you know, you do your Taco Tuesday post or you do your uh, Fitness Friday and somebody likes or comments and you connect with them. I have to imagine that there are some like yay God moments of like, dude, I'm so thankful that I reached out to that person today or they're thankful that you reached out and you just feel the Lord orchestrating that all together. Do you have moments like that? Yeah, there's been um, there's been one one a, a couple about a month ago that I really remember um, with uh, a friend of mine. Um, he was once my one of my best friends' roommates and uh, ended up just he, he commented on something and so I, I reached back out to him um, and then we had a little text conversation going and, and I was like oh this seems this is kind of I need I need to call him so I mean, Emily called him ended up that um, he and his wife just needed prayers they're both and just needed some conversation as they're both in the military and about to be in different places. Um, you know, come at both. He's over shipped overseas. In, I think the middle East somewhere. And she's got some tra- officer training for three months. Like I see each other for a year, 18 months. And because in the conversation, I saw that, you know, they just need prayer. That's it. So I ended up calling him, hearing about, I hear about all that's going on in their lives. Cause I hadn't connected with them in a couple months. And then we just prayed on the phone for about 10 minutes and really just made our, our in-depth late and grew our relationship more in depth and really just got to see God orchestrate that. Cause it's not like him and his wife were on the front of my head. Uh, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, his name's Marcos. I wasn't like, oh yeah, Marcos every single day. Like I was just like, oh, he commented on this taco post. I should probably talk to him. That's I haven't talked to him in a while. And ended up being able to just talk to him, pray with him and his wife, and just hear more about what's going on in his life. And it was really cool. That's one yeah. that I remember a lot. Yeah, dude, that's so amazing. And I think that's even that um even that's so unique, especially for our world today, because Social media is usually that platform that people are using it more for advertising themselves, right? It's, it's become uh, brand recognition for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. this is what Stuart's doing. This is what Stuart's into. Um, you know, just trying, trying to build yourself up. But you kind of completely shifted that and, and flopped that, you know, turned it 180. And was like, okay, this is just, I'm, I'm just sharing what I'm into, but you capitalize on that to making connections with people and doing exactly what Jesus said was the most important thing to love God and to love others through it. Um, Dude, that's so cool. And I think that a lot of people need to hear that Um, because I think, I think in this time where, you know, we've come out of quarantine, things are starting to open back up, but we don't know what the fall holds for us. Right. Um, Everybody keeps talking about this second wave that's coming. And so social media has really uh, exploded, um, you know, platforms like Zoom and all that have exploded mm-hmm. during this yep. season. Um, and and the biggest concern was that personal connection with people. And you're sitting there going, well, well, let me ask you this. As I'm talking about that, since you entered into really capitalizing on social media in 2019 before COVID hit, did you feel like when when the pandemic hit and quarantine hit, did you feel like you missed, like you skipped a beat at all? Or did you kind of feel like, all right, well, I'm just going to continue doing what I've always been doing? Um, there was there was no change in my life, to be honest. Um, it got even more busy for me, um, which I'm, I'm a go kind of guy, but ended up 
with obviously, you know, real, just kind of things that happen is, is have several people reach out to me on, on Facebook this year for real estate and sold homes. And so doing, being interested in that and then having to COVID people were still reaching out. Oh, I heard rates are great. Good time to buy. Right. Reaching out on there. Um, I had friends who would see the fact that I had a home gym, like, Hey, can I come work out of your home gym? I was like, sure. You know, and I'd either work out with them or it's like, Hey, here's a slots we have set up. Just make sure you clean afterwards. Um, because I want to make sure that people, you know, still got that social distancing, but also got their workout in. Um, and so, and people reaching out like, Hey, I heard you having a small group going to your house on third, you know, kind of a deal. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's around a fire pit, you know, and we're trying to stay socially distanced or whatnot. Um, and so that was really cool to see, like there was, there wasn't a, a, a beat missed, so to speak at all during the COVID, uh, or during that first shutdown, especially in Albuquerque, um, because of what people just saw what I was doing and was like, Hey, can I come? I was like, of course. And, and I think that's part of the open mindset of whatever you do. There is if people see what's going on there and they reach out, like say, yes, Hey, can I come do something sometime? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I could say I probably had about six people I can, you know, that, you know, be in my friendship that's via social media that joined my most recent CrossFit gym. I've had multiple friends go with me on taco quests and I had a buddy reach out and with the other day was like, Oh man, I know you're going to Dallas. I'm so bummed we didn't get a tacos together. And I was like, it's all right. I'll come back to a taco Tuesday with you. He's like, all right. You know, be, because we want to do that with people. I've had several people come to church, um, with me as well or say, Hey, what's this young adult group you go to or what's going on here? Um, just because I'm, I'm posting that and it's saying having that invite culture, um, as well with whatever I'm doing has really, really opened up doors and helped a lot because so many people are craving community. And obviously I'm not saying not everyone can do that. If you are in, you need to be, you're fearful of COVID or don't want to do that, but I'm sure you can also socially distance six feet and say, Hey, I'm having a group, small group. I'm going to be six feet apart. Want to come. Um, so it's posting it. There was, yeah. So it's posting it consistently and then just inviting people when they reach out. Um, it's kind of what I did. So yeah, there was, there was nothing slowed down at all. Yeah. You said that it got busier, right? Yeah, it got busier for me um, with, with everything going on. It also helped that when my, my church shut down and my young adult ministry was no longer moving um, or doing stuff in person, really, um, I was like, I was able to focus on um, that one thing in real estate and really grind in that a little bit, not grind, enjoy it. I should say, I don't like the word grind. Um, and, and things got busier there. And just, I had, you know, friends would come and work out and I'd be like, hey, you want to stay for dinner? All right, cool you know, and had some really good relationships that I didn't, you know, never had been there before because they were like, yeah, I'll come work out with you. Oh yeah, let's stay for dinner. Um, and always having that, like, let's just do life together kind of mindset. So again, you've turned social media into a platform for that invite culture. Like people are seeing what it is that you're doing. They're asking about it and you're saying, Hey, come do this journey with me, which is discipleship one-on-one. Um, you know, like I said, you're passionate about Jesus and, and that can be that passion for Jesus can fit into tacos. It can fit into fitness, um, can fit into real estate. So you said that the consistency to your posting and these videos and everything at the beginning wasn't really there, but you kind of had to build into that consistency. Um, did did the intentionality behind that consistency really kind of come into play just because of that invite culture that like you saw opportunity out of it? Or was it just, okay, Andrew doesn't like the word grind, so he just saw the, the value behind the consistent posting. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I found, I made it fun, right? And so I found things on a daily basis that I could talk about 
that made it like I could be more consistent. Because, you know, I had Monday motivation. I'm like, cool, Monday motivation. This is great. All right, what else do I talk about throughout the week, right? And then I was like, all right, well, let's just do market update Tuesday, talking about real estate here in Albuquerque. And, you know, Wisdom Wednesdays are things. I did that. Um, Thursday has been things to do in, in Albuquerque. On th- you know, things to do this weekend in Albuquerque, Thursday is what I did. And then it kind of got hard in COVID. So I started making stuff up. Go to the park, do this. Here's your date idea. Fitness Friday. Um, and then I have wild card Saturday if I want to post and then scripture Sunday, if I want to post there, typically Saturday, Sunday, I'm like 50, 50 posted one of those days. Um, and because I was like, these are fun titles for my days, things that I actually like. And they had a title to it. I'm like, all right, I, I now have a uh, framework for what I'm going to post. All right, this is relatively easy. And I have a timeline poster in the morning because that's when people want to see it. Most likely gets their mindset shift and thinking about things for the day. And just get it out there. Um, and that made it more enjoyable for myself because we don't want to feel like it, it's not, I, I don't get paid for this, right? It's not a job. Um, I want to feel fun and exciting. And that's why it's doing things I like as well as like, well, how do I make this even more fun on the small scale? But cool. I like Monday motivation. I need to get pumped up for the week. You know, um, I like fitness Fridays. I want to do workouts like this. Um, so find things that I can actually get behind every single day. Okay. So then let's, let's press into that a little bit. Because you're right, you're not getting paid for this. These are the things that you really love to do, so you're posting about it. But as you built into that consistency, did it ever? Have you ever entered into a time where you're like, you know what, this is just overwhelming. Why am I posting today? Like, do I even want to post? Like, did you ever enter into that time where you're like, I'm just getting burning out. I'm I'm burning out from doing all this posting. Um, on a, on a daily basis, no, because just two or three minute videos. Um, and I was like, this is pretty, but the, when I was going on some taco quests and I'm like, man, I just want to eat tacos without filming a video about it. You know, um, a, a couple of times there, so it's probably like two or three week jaunt earlier. I think it's midsummer, two or three week stretch where I didn't post any videos about tacos. Um, cause I was like, I just didn't want to, I, you know, and I probably ate tacos eight to 10 times in that time period. I'm not even kidding. There's been a week where I've eaten tacos every single day. Um, so that's just happens. I love tacos. Uh, but I was like, I just, you know, I got kind of burned out. I was like, I don't really want to post a video about tacos because I want to enjoy it. Um, and so I took a couple weeks. I was like, all right, we well, just don't do it. You know, it took a couple weeks and it kind of put it on my calendar. And I was like, all right, in three weeks, I should do this, right? Um, after about, you know, a week of three weeks, I was like, all right, let's go make a video and post it. And so that's what I did. Um, and so if you ever feel that burnout or whatnot, it's, man, you got to disconnect from something. You have to disconnect from it for a time period, right? Because doing something all year round for you two weeks out of the year is going to get tiring most of the time. Um, and so finding that, whether that be two days off on the weekend, where you're like, ah, no social media or that, you know what, I'm going to take one week off every quarter. So, you know, I'm doing 12 weeks, uh, a post and one week off kind of video and giving yourself that set rest, um, is, is necessary, I would say. So do you actually schedule these things out now? Like you have that rhythm of like, okay, three weeks on one week off and then go again, 12, one, all that kind of stuff. Or is this still just like you do it as you go? So on my, I don't post on my vacations. Um, so when I'm actually on my own, when I'm on a vacation, I'm not doing a daily post. Um, and I'm not going to do my taco Tuesday post on that vacation. Um, in terms of taco Tuesdays, I just found a rhythm where it's like, cool, I'm going to go out to eat and grab tacos on Tuesday night with my fiance. It makes it more enjoyable. Some friends, like right before I left Albuquerque, there was four Tuesdays in a row where I was just like, who wants to, I just reached out to friends. You want to go to tacos? You want to go grab tacos? And like people came with me. And so it was super enjoyable for me. And then, and then, and I had them rate the tacos more than I did. Right. So I brought other people along. So it was different as well as more enjoyable doing it with somebody else. And they had to have fun. Um, and then as I said, I just take those like vacations. I'm like, Hey, this is my me time. Sure. If I want to post, sure. I can post. I'm not going to be like, no, you can't, um, to myself and say, I don't have to. Uh, and for me, a lot of times the way I work individually is, um, my, my Sabbath or my rest for me is saying, 
I don't have to do something, right? And because I would get, I'll still do a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like sitting around all day is not my cup of tea personally. But when I say I don't have to do anything today, I'm like, that's awesome, right? I don't have to post. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't have to go to work. Nope. You know, and all those different things. And so I'm like, there's more, there's a lot of freedom for me in that. Um, and so, yeah, giving yourself a little bit of grace for that time off, you know what? And it depends on everyone's slightly different. And maybe that is, you know, I'm going to post, you know, the weekdays, that's it. Weekends I get off. I'm going to post, as I said, you know, what 12 weeks out of the quarter and take one week off for any of my vacations. I'm off my cell phone entirely, right? Figuring out that rhythm for yourself and what works best. So you don't get burnout. Dude, that's so good. I love that. Now, does it help that you're that you're not caring so much about views and likes and all that, that you feel that freedom to you like, hey, I don't have to post today? Because I think that there's a lot of people that because of that, like that self-branding um, idea that comes with social media, I think there's a lot of people that they actually lead themselves into burnout because they're like, you know, I have to post, I have to post, I have to keep that brand recognition up. I got to keep, uh, you know, my, my quote unquote fan happy and whatnot, uh, because they're constantly looking for those likes and those follows. But mm-hmm. since you're not doing that for those things, do you feel like there's more freedom for you to just, if I don't want to, and I just don't. I a hundred percent agree with that. Right. I could tell you that I only know the first taco video I posted had like 450 likes on it. That's the only one I can tell you about. Everything else, I'm like, I have no idea. Honestly, um, I haven't looked at any of them for what people are watching. I'm like, cool. I posted it. I had fun with it. I called it good. Um, so I don't feel the pressure. I saw people, oh my gosh, I saw you talk about the other day. Or I had a, a realtor call me one night and he, it was hilarious. I'm actually, I'm, he calls me and he's like, hey, why don't you know we accepted your client's offer? Anybody calls, hey, I'm looking for Drew's Taco Shop. And I was like, <laughs> I just laughed. I'm like, funny enough, I'm getting tacos right now with my fiance, fiance at my favorite taco shop. And so just other, my friends, other people knowing about it, um, and it's really, really cool in that, but no, I don't feel the, the, the pressure that I have to do it. Um, in there, I would say though, you do have to be consistent, right? I can't expect to post, you know, five days, one week and the next week I don't post anything. And then the next week I post one thing week after that's three days. Like you have to have some consistency behind your posts, um, there. And so I was saying, find your rhythm. Right. And so you could be trying to, I'm going to do three days a week. You know what? I'm going to try five. You know, you find a rhythm based on that and also giving yourself some room to breathe. Um, and you find what works best for you. But consistency is key. Um, it helps me just say, you know what? I know I'm going to post every single weekday in the morning. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, and that way I know what I'm going to do can rhythm consistency. So I keep it going and I don't have to think about what am I going to post today? What's this going on? Right. Um, I just do it. Yeah. So let me ask you, what was the what was the tactic behind doing videos versus just typing something out and posting it? Because that's people either share pictures or they share uh, you know a thought that they have in their head or whatever. Um, but you you consistently just do videos, like you said, they're just two to three minutes, so they're they're really and they're not like high production or anything like that. But is there? Was there a method to the madness of doing videos versus just a post? Uh, yeah, I would say that, you know, a lot of the amount of content that I want to get out and that I talk in two to three minutes, um, I speak relatively quickly. And you may be noticing that already. Um, I, I get I get excited and I talk fast. Um, and, I've people, hey, and I've heard people say, you need to slow down. And yes, I will slow down um, on podcasts and when I can talk in front of people or for a sermon or X, Y, and Z, whatever it may be. But at the same time, this is how God has made me. And so I'm going to be authentic and say, hey, I'm going to have the high energy. I'm going to talk fast in those things. And so honestly, um, I didn't want to have to type out a lot of stuff and have it all written out. 
And then that's one of the reasons that I know that most people don't want to read it all, especially in longer posts. They're like, all right, I made it two, I made it three sentences in, I'm done. Right. Whereas some people will watch about a two minute video, give or take a little bit on that. They're a lot more likely to watch that. And so I was like, all right, target time, two minutes. I'm going to focus on that. Um, and for a video, because I know people are willing to watch something, a video is a little more entertaining, I should say, than reading for most people, just because of how our culture is so fast paced and they're going to the next video or the next thing and they're scrolling, swiping X, Y, and Z, right? And it's one of people who be like, oh, it's going to be a little bit entertaining and they're probably going to watch it more so than read. Yeah. And you don't have like high production value going into this. A lot of your stuff, like, you know, I would probably say your, your taco videos, I think probably have the most production quality to it. Um, you have a whole intro and everything with music for that. Everything else is just you hopping right in front of the camera and you start speaking and press send, uh, or press post. Um, and, and I think like the simplicity to that, because again, the authenticity behind just hopping in front of camera, which again, it's not comfortable for me. So kudos to the people that can do that. Um, but the, the authenticity behind that, I think is, um, really, really valuable. Um, do you feel like that, that makes it stand out amongst the crowd because everybody else is trying to do these high quality production videos and you're just like, all right, here it is. Here you go. Two minutes. See you next week. (laughs) Uh, I would say it, it does make me stand out. Um, I never redo a video. Um, literally, uh, so even I try and I, I like my taco videos, that's just me. I'll do one, I'll do one recording of me talking, one recording of this, one recording of that, and then mash it together. Um, same for Facebook live every once in a while. I'm like, man, what was that quote I was going to say? Oh, rip. Totally forgot about that one. Anyways, let me butcher it and give you kind of half of it. Um, I don't, I just, it's just, I just don't, re- I just don't redo it. And that's part of Facebook live is like, Hey, I'm authentic myself in front of a camera. And if I screw up, I screw up. Okay. Right. Um, and then the next day I'm gonna try again. Uh, and in front of t- in front of tacos, yes, there's a few things that get edited uh, or edited out. Typically, those are when I'm goofing off in front of the camera completely, and it's like, well, people don't want to watch this, uh, but maybe they do. And that's part of it. Is like when you do it live, there's no chance of you changing it. So instead, you know, on Instagram, you can always you can do live or you can record it and post your story. And I I typically just record stuff and post it to my story. And the only time I'll ever redo it is if I can't hear it or it was a really bad video, um, like I dropped my phone, kind of a deal. And I'm like, oh, that's bad. But on Facebook, it's always a Facebook live post in the mornings um, where just straight me talking two minutes, kind of having some fun, what's on my head for the day um, and how I want to encourage people. Okay. So do you always post in the morning or have you figured out that you have a greater audience at a certain time? I typically try to do in the mornings uh, about nine o'clock or so. Um, today, I think I posted at 12 o'clock. Um, I had just... Um, was spending time in the morning with the Lord this morning. Um, first day this week where I wasn't stressed out or focused on school or X, Y, and Z. I was like, well, cool. I'm just going to spend this morning with God. And so because of that, my phone was away. And I was like, all right, well, I'll post on Facebook now. After I had time that couple hours with God, I was like, let's post. And so I did. And so it wasn't really for me today. Typically, I just like the mornings the best for me because it's easy for me to remember and be consistent. That's good. All right. I got a couple more questions for you, Andrew. So you said that you wouldn't say that you're killing it at social media, you know, crushing it during this time, but I'm going to ask this question and I have this assumption um, already built in my head that you're not really focused on getting better at social media um, because you're just doing what you're doing and you enjoy what you're doing. But if you were to 
shift your focus to, okay, social media is where it's at. This is where I'm going to thrive. This is where I'm going to really reach my audience. And this is where I'm going to communicate uh, to the masses. You know, like you said, all the things that you are doing, but you're, you turn that focus to actually casting out a wide net for attraction. What would you do? Like, what are some things that you would do to move from crushing it to just absolutely killing the social media game? If I was, to, I would spend, um, I would spend more time interacting with um, every single person who likes my posts or comments on them. I look at those and I would talk to individual um, a little bit, and I might ask them, "Hey, who else do you think would enjoy this post?" And then go friend that person or go follow that person, um, kind of ideal. And really reaching out to the audience that's already watching and figure out who else needs to see it, and then reach out to those people as well is what I would do personally. But that just takes that would just take some more time. Um, and just hasn't been a focus of mine. And if I wanted to expand it, I think that'd be the first thing that I would do. Yeah. And I just have this assumption when it comes to you that if you really wanted to do that, I think that you would do a really good job at that. And that's why I was curious because you, I I believe you to be a very intentional person and I believe you to be somebody who cares for people deeply. Um, and, and just what you said is exactly how I picture that you would go about that. And I, and I, I see even as you connecting people with each other, you know, as you're having these conversations, you know, you have a conversation with one person and they mention something, you know, a passion that they have or whatever. And then you talk to somebody else who liked or watched your video and they share a similar passion. I see you being the kind of guys like, cool, I just networked because these two people have the same passion. Let me put them together. And then because that built such a great experience, then they continue to watch your videos. They're continuing to share um, and they're starting to direct people towards your videos. So everything that you just said is what I thought you would say, because I think that it's a natural fit for who you are. Hmm. Um, but, but again, I don't think that's what your focus is on and clearly it's not, but uh, yeah, it was neat to hear you actually verbalize that. Um, cool. Thanks for asking that question. Uh, yeah. So let me ask you this one. Um, how would you, if you were instructing uh, a business, an organization, cause you're using social media for business for your, for your real estate business. Um, you know, we both have strong ties to the ministry world. Um, how would you go about like if a church reached out to you or a business reached out to you and said, Hey, we think that you're doing a great job with social media. What could you tell us? What would you instruct us to do? What would be the first next step that you would tell us to take in order to have a greater impact on our audience? Um, three things, really. As the first one I've already told you guys is to be consistent. Um, is to be consistent. If you want to really reach people um, on Facebook or Instagram, depending on your platform there, it's just you got to be consistent with your posts. Um, and, and so you know, that's the first step. The second step is kind of what I talked about is I just, am authentic. I just am right out in front of people. Um, I am, Hey, this is Andrew Templeton. And what I always do is say, I used to be, um, um it's your friend, you know, Andrew Templeton, your friend, your realtor, your brother in Christ. And I had a couple of that. I say CrossFit coach, taco connoisseur, right? I let my people know who I am every single day when I open up with the Facebook live. And I also let them know what I do, right? So your brother in Christ, let them know I'm a Christian, let them know I'm a real estate agent. And Hey, first and foremost, I'm your friend. That's all I want to do is just really care about people. And so you, I'm open up being my authentic self and letting them know who I am. That's something you have to do because if you're like, yeah, actually, you know, I own a candle shop and I'm trying to sell candles, but you never let your audience know that, like, what's the point, right? I mean, you have to be like, hey, I, I'm John. 
I own John's Candle Shop down on Main Street. Ah, I'm John. I'm a candle maker, and I have six kids, whatever it may be, right? From the same opening every single day, or not every single day, but pretty consistent to that, so people see that. Um, and then also, I would say, kind of doing Drew's Taco Quest, and I'm trying to figure out what to do out here in Dallas, is take your audience on a journey, all right? A lot of people like to to follow along. You think like the best, you know, Marvel, you know, was it 21 movies, 22 movies, right? They've been on a journey for such a long time. They're super, you know, it's amazing films. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and like they're just epic quests and amazing journeys and movies. That's what people like to see, and that's where you get these authentic followers and fans. Um, I think, Lord of the, I mean, um, gosh, Star Wars is the same, right? And so you got to find something where it's like, Man, I can't wait for Drew's Chocolate Quest to come out. I'm sure I have like five people who think about that. I maybe I've had a, I had a couple of friends who told me their their friends friends said that, and I'm like, sweet. That's a couple of people who are like my authentic followers because I'm taking them on a journey. Like, yep, it's coming out on Tuesday night. Drew's Taco Quest. Let's see where he goes next. I can't wait to try that taco shop kind of idea. Um, and then here later this year, I'm gonna have to finalize my journey and say, hey, best taco shop in Albuquerque. Your top three for me were this. Let's see what you guys think. Um, and so probably can actually film that when I go back to Albuquerque for my wedding here in November. <laughs> um, to be honest. Um, and so I say, be consistent, be yourself, letting them know who you are, and then also take your audience on a journey. Dude, that's amazing. And I think what I love most about that is that not once did you say for a business, right? Because the question was directed towards businesses, organizations, ministries. Not once did you ever say, have the most eye-popping, eye-catching, uh, flash-and-show presentation ever. You said consistent, authentic and a journey, tell a story. Um, and I think that's good because I think I, I get caught up that, talking about me personally again. I get caught up on, I don't like being in the face. So I don't like being in front of a camera. Um, and I'm always looking for what, what am I really wanting to communicate and how do I do that perfectly, right? And I think a lot of that stems from my attitude and just a personal value that I have of um, excellence glorifies God and honors people. Um, mm-hmm. but as excellent as something can be, the authenticity, I think is what people are really looking for overall, because everything else is so flash and show at this point, they are strategically designed to gain somebody's attention that it is, it's all fake. It's not authentic. Um, so I love that those are the three things that you would encourage, um, you know, an organization to do if they were wanting to get better at social media. Man, Andrew, dude, this has been such a fun conversation. Like I said, I'm probably going to have to get you back on to this podcast just to talk about being intentional with people. Uh, just you're, you're blowing my mind once again just about how you capitalized on reaching out to people through those who liked and commented on your post. I, that's something that I feel, you know, with me being in the ministry world um, during this whole COVID season, that's something that should be adopted and adapted to um, moving forward. Like every church has a social media page, whether it's Facebook, uh, Instagram, whatever, and people who are interacting with us on those pages. And those are our opportunities to reach out to them and be like, hey, how are you doing? How, how's life? How can we pray for you? Um, and not just being an organization, but being actual people in ministry connecting with the, the flock that the Lord's put in before us. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have to bring you back on for that conversation because I think that's another sweet spot that the Lord probably has in mind for you in the long run. Um, but I think I are seeing the beginnings, uh, foundations of that and that. But if people wanted to connect with you, this is my last question. 
if people listen to this and they're like, dude, I love the, this fast talking, energetic Andrew or Templeton guy. Um, and I want to pick his brain more. Or I just want to join him on his journeys for tacos in Dallas. Now, um, how can people connect with you? Um, I mean, through social media is a great way for that. Um, Andrew Scott Templeton on Instagram and then just Facebook, Andrew Templeton. And you probably see a picture of me proposing my fiance. That's the one you're looking for. Um, on it, those are probably the best messages. And if you can't find me on Facebook, find me on Instagram, Andrew Scott Templeton. Um, pretty straightforward there. And, um, I've actually had an, a, a great time talking to you as well. And, um, I love that I've walked away with the question is how can I, if I want to, how can I increase my social media platform, um, overall there? And obviously it's, it's the mind, the, the mindset can never be, Oh, it's cause it's all about me. It's saying no, cause it's all about other people. And I like how you pointed that back to the church is what if you had one staff member reach out to one person who's commented on a Facebook page every single day, five days a week for the days in the office, like what kind of impact would that have? Because the people who are commenting on your Facebook pages for a church or whatnot are, are probably your, your, you know, your core group, they're your followers, the people who are going to come, you know, watch the weekend messages. If they're at home, they're going to come when it's open, right? That's your core group. Those people you need to be loving first and foremost, because they're probably going to say, yeah, my friend, Betsy, she needs to come to church. All right, let's reach out to Betsy, Betsy next, right? Um, I, I love I love that idea and turn that over to a church as well. And I think that's a great thing for a staff to do of any business um, is saying, hey, who are your people who are commenting on your Facebook and your Instagram? And are we actually caring about them and talking to them? Um, because they're our number one followers and that's who we need to love. That's who we probably need to talk to and love first and foremost. And it's going to help us build a business or reach more people as Christians. Yeah, dude, that, there's the, drive, the, the mic drop moment right there. So we're going to get you back on, bro. I appreciate you hopping on to this uh, episode with us today. Thank you so much, Andrew. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, Everybody else, go out there and have a fantastic rest of your day and go love one person well. for listening to the stew on this podcast if you have enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast for future episodes thank you again for listening and god bless